everybody. Another episode of Alba Crazy. Thanks for tuning in. Tito Damron, your host. And Gory, your co-host here. Yep, yep. We have, we've had uh, both had quite a week. We have a fun, uh, interesting guest on. Uh, but before we get to that, Anne, tell me about your week. Uh, you know, it's uh, monsoon season. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It comes out, out here and it just rains a whole bunch. And so, uh, besides scaring my dogs, it also ends up scaring me because I get a lot of pain. So, I ended up, uh, I'm, I'm just like rubbing all kinds of oils on myself and, you know, trying to, to get rid of all these like aches, getting shots and stuff. But mm-hmm. I end up smelling like icy hot and, you know, just making my boyfriend run away. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, you s- what smells? Oh, God, you smell. And then I'm like, hey, baby, you want to stick your dick in an old folks home? <laughs> you know, just <laughs> random shit like that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I'm going to Portland next week. That's exciting. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, I have some uh, dates to do out there, some shows. Uh, I'm excited to meet people that I've met on all places. The Internet. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, think it's silly, but, you know, I, I really do like conversing with people on the internet. And so there are people out in Portland that I've, I've met over Twitter or, now uh, you finally get to meet them in real life. Oh yeah. And of course I can't wait to disappoint them. Right. That's really the, that's the main reason you're going out to Portland. The comedy's second. The comedy's second. The first thing is to show them that I am a, indeed like just this horrible disfigured version of what I am online to make to completely repulse them. yeah I, I think that's a good goal <laughs> I hope I hope you meet it <laughs> how about your week Tito um, my week uh, uh, has been eventful I got fired today that was really exciting Aww. no it's good when you get fired you want you don't want to burn a bridge you want to be like all polite about it and be like well you know what I understand why you're doing this? Because I do. Uh, I'm a furniture finisher. Was, um, but you still like be polite about it. Like, thank you for all the stuff and the money and the opportunity and everything. And now my boss is like, "Hey, you can use me as a reference. Like, I will let let, let them know that you have good attitude and you do exceptional work, and so forth." So look at that. You always be cool, and it works out. But then you come to your podcast episode and you're crying and i'm like tito what happened yeah and, and i just kind of like blubber into it and i talk shit about my boss into the microphone so it's on the internet so it's probably not a great idea um <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to do that he's wonderful uh but what i did have this past weekend was the premiere of my improv troupe uh the hive we did a long form uh improv show nice. the herald very classic long form structure you take a single word and you run with that for 40 minutes and hope that it's entertaining to some degree mm-hmm. uh and we almost saw it the house and it was maybe the best improv show of my life Ooh. so it was uh, it was pretty fantastic word was that it was like almost the sold out house too the, i know that's what i just said yeah <laughs> We did not. We did not listen. No, yes, ending. Uh, my brain is only half working today. That's okay. I, I'm just gonna repeat everything you said to me all all day. 
Well, that's yesing. Okay. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, see, We're halfway there. See? I, I'm doing improv. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's it for me. So the guest that we have on today... A very special guest, actually. Yeah, uh, a little unusual. Neither of us really know him, right? Not really, but I've, I've actually wanted to have him on once again. Like He's somebody who I kind of saw over the internet, and he's a really cool dude. Yeah. Like he's, he's writing a book, and you know, I said, this would be great promotion. Come out and do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, let's welcome Sylvester Edwards. Uh, hey, hey there, everybody. How's 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 it going? How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm 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 great. I'm great. Well, this is, it's it's so it's so it's so weird to meet you in real life. I mean, you uh, you know, you, you you're a lot like you are on the internet, but just I don't know, a little bit different. You 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 wear the scars of life. Well, let let, let me put it that way. Oh, you are very, very uh, <laughs> complimentary. That's all <laughs> I have to say. It's uh, you're everything I thought you would be, mm. and more. Yeah. You're, you know, I was like, this guy must be really tall. He's really tall. Uh, That's on my awesome. Twitter bio. Uh, well, yeah. Very it, tall. I, I, I thought I kind of thought like it was a little bit of a joke, but he is really tall. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not yeah. like one of one of those fat guys calls themselves tiny. Oh, yeah. No, I don't go in for that. Oh. Tall, lean, mean, destruction machine, just like it says in my Twitter bio. What exactly do you destroy? Um, pretty much anything that comes in my path. Uh, relationships, um, <laughs> mailboxes, uh, <laughs> sandwiches, for sure. <laughs> uh, just, a, just, a, just a path of destruction, like a tornado. Wow, geez. That's incredible. Well, I know not to stand in your way. So, uh, uh, do your friends call you Sly? Just, uh, I, I, I have to ask. They do. I don't care for it. They call me Sly Eddie. My name is Sylvester Edwards. That's uh, that's my that, that, that's copywriting, by the way. Um, I'm the only one in the world named Sylvester Edwards. I don't care for the Sly Eddie. It, it calls my motivations into question. Into yeah. question, you know. And I don't care for it. Um, the Sly Eddie sounds like some kind of. Uh, gangster thing that would happen like i gave him a sly eddie mm, mm-hmm. like a some kind of sex move yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think <laughs> gave her the sly eddie sly eddie probably involves like prying of some kind mm-hmm. some butt crack yeah 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 just a little bit of pry 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 a little bit of uh a little bit of surprise too if it's sly yeah i of bet course. that there's some kind of uh you know, surprise thing that happens that uh, probably doesn't please the lady. Yeah, not all the ladies are uh, into that. Some of them are. Uh, but that's why you prefer going by Sylvester Edwards. Sylvester Edwards, yeah, that's right. I don't care to be associated with any uh, deception, uh, any butt stuff whatsoever, quite frankly. Um, yeah. Quite so understandable. You were, you were talking about... Uh, like motivation. So the motivation for coming on here mm-hmm. uh, is apparently you've been working on a book. That's right. So I got a book coming out. It's called Red or Green or Else. Um, it's part personal memoir, uh, part tell-all expose of the Albuquerque culinary scene. Because one distinction that old Sylvester Edwards' destruction machine has is that I have worked everywhere in this town. 
I've been fired from every job you could possibly have in this town. I know all the deep, dark secrets. I know the recipes. I know the secret ingredients. I know the scandals. And I'm telling them all in my book, red or green or else. Oh. So so when you say you've worked everywhere mm-hmm. in this town, like, uh, have you worked a lot in the, the, like the local culinary places, like you were kind of mm-hmm. saying, like Blake's? Yeah, that's right. Uh, mainly food service uh, jobs. I've worked at Blake's. I've worked at Manny's down by the university. I've been to Manny's. I've worked at, uh, well, <laughs> I could tell you some things, pal. You might not, you might, you might think twice before going into Manny's. But I've worked at Sadie's. I've worked at Los Bandidos. I've worked at Monte Carlo Steakhouse. I've mm-hmm. worked at Twister's. Both Whoa. the one on Coors and the one on Montano. Holy moly. I worked at Stuffy's. Mm-hmm. I've worked at... Frontier? I would never work for those Republican scum. <laughs> really? I heard that... I mean, that might be a good next job, because I heard they hire anybody, but they fire everybody. Well, well not if even a book guy is... like me has ethics. Hmm. Now, if this book is successful, like... He wouldn't need to work at a place like I, that. I have to say that there's... I, I'm really, really curious because these are, all the places that you named are places that I love. Mm-hmm. You know, these are places that I love walking into and getting myself a burrito or getting myself a plata. You know, just something. You know? I, mm-hmm. I Like you said, you worked at Twister's. You know, I love their disaster burritos. Mm. You know, uh, yeah. w- what what's wrong with Twisters? Well, the thing about Twisters is they test those disaster burritos on rodents. <gasps> mm-hmm. They make up a big disaster burrito, slather it with red chili, green chili, experimental ingredients inside, fillers inside. Would that for be the meat or else? Beans. That's the or else, you know, because before you sit down to enjoy that heap and help in a Twister's disaster burrito that they stole from Hurricanes. I mean, Hurricanes, Twister's, yeah. I do mean, the it's math. pretty, it's yeah. pretty derivative. Blatant. Terribly derivative. But at least Hurricanes doesn't doesn't force feed their burritos to rats, moles, a whole variety of rodents to see how they'll respond. Is the chili hot enough? Mostly, that's what they're trying to find out. Do these rats, because rats, they can only handle their chili as hot as a human being can. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Top secret stuff. So, so rats are dying left and right, mostly of diabetes from just eating fast food. Mm. Oh. You know, and the story's not getting out. Wow. That's incredible. So let and, that uh, weigh on your conscience uh, if you go to Twisters. What did okay. they fire you for? What, Twisters? Yeah. Well, they fired me for freeing rats. Wow. Yeah. You just like, let them loose? Like, yeah. like into an alley or into the park or what did you Into do? the Twisters. During store hours? During store hours. So, like, people were eating and just a whole mess of rats came out. Yeah, I just charged in the back door uh, with a big cardboard box of rats that I had intercepted. See, they were being delivered to the Twisters that day. 
and I intercepted the van with no windows when it stopped at the Circle K for a Thirst Buster, 32 ounce, when the 44 ounce is the same price. I don't understand what goes on in the minds of these people, you know. So anyways, while he's in there filling up his 32 ounce, I fished the rats out of the back of his truck and I ran into Twisters and I threw them down because I figure uh, why you can't you, you, you got to give them their chance for revenge. Right. You yeah. know, you got I'll I, I see. And because you you took the rats from the van, the van mm-hmm. didn't deliver it to Twister. So there's no, no there's no the link. Way. There's no link like legally from the van from the rats being delivered to Twisters. So that's. There's got to be an invoice somewhere. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I'm not privy to the to the to the bureaucracy of it all, the red yeah, tape do, I mean, and everything. Come on, like that. I, 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 I'm, math, I'm just saying. You know, I understand why you were fired. I'm just saying. I understand why you were fired because, like, that would have been evidence. That would have been evidence, but you delivered the rats. But I mean, the rats were the evidence, and the rats knew exactly what they were doing. Because as soon as I, I I threw them in the back door, they made a beeline for the prep table. For the walk-in, they knew exactly where all the food was, and they mm. were hooked. They were addicted, you know. E- even in the face of their own demise, uh, they they couldn't help but 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 eat the burrito f- goods. Wow, that's that's actually kind of really sad. Yeah, that's crazy. That's stuff. a little troubling. But, but like a, a, an, an upscale place like Monte Carlo Steakhouse, you said you worked there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I was a busboy. You were a busboy. Mm-hmm. So how could you know what's going on there? I mean, what was going on there? Well, they're a front for the mob. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, the whole place. If you, uh, it was this was now. I, I worked. Uh, I worked at Monte Carlo Steakhouse from. Uh, I think it was it was o two two thousand two. Uh, if you Sopranos was huge. Sopranos was all the rage, mm-hmm. and uh, Monte Carlo Steakhouse. Uh, would have would just would just fill up with local mafioso, um, you know. Every Wednesday night, that's when they that's when they would meet and discuss the people who were made and like who who was who was going to get axed that week. And, and 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 when I would bust our tables, I would hear stories that you would not believe. Like I, what? I I, like, I wait like, murder. No, no, hold murder. on a second. Mayhem. Before we jump into that, I just want to talk to you for a quick second, and like, look, and I don't know if. I don't want to incriminate ourselves talking about the mob on a, on a podcast. Like, do you want to get into this? I, I, I think we can. Um, Talk about the fucking mob? I mean, he's talking about it in his book. That's true. So I think we'll be okay. Okay, we're just third parties. All right. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're yeah just you guys have nothing to worry about. This was 15 years ago. Oh, this my God. This was the okay. you know, old Cartolucci gang, which, you know, they all got... They all got iced back in uh, 2011 when the uh, you know the new guys moved in. That's who. That's who you don't want to be talking about is those, you know the the wink the new guys. Wait, oh, so were were you? Did you just happen to work there, or were you actually part of the mob? Were you like low level? Oh yeah, no, not at all. I was uh, I was uh, a bus boy, and uh, and I was I tried to make. Well, one thing I'm getting fired for is I tried to make nice with these guys. And, oh. I, and I said, uh, I said, pasta fagioli, <laughs> you know, because uh, that's how I was like, I was like, hey, you know, we we're thinking about maybe next Wednesday we'd have like a, 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 a dinner special for you guys. And I was, you know, I, 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 Mario Batali does this cool pasta fagioli. And then, I mean, you could have heard a pin drop. Everybody stopped talking. They weren't even paying attention to me before I said pasta fagioli. fagioli. Yeah. Oh, and wow. it's, it's, it's apparently it's, it's like you're supposed to say fagioli. 
Fajol or something. Oh. Some some weird thing. So they got all bent out of shape about that. And then called my boss out, had me fired on the spot. Um, yeah, because I knew too much. Well, I well I will say this. Uh, it's a good thing you were just fired and nothing else happened to you. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, the the mob works in mysterious ways. Uh, it uh, sure does. It sure does. So how long have you lived in Albuquerque? All my life. All your yeah. life. Uh, All my life. And uh, how has your Albuquerque experience been growing up? You know, just... Um, well... You know, I had a normal upbringing. Um, I was a straight B student. I went, uh, I went to Cleveland Middle School, and then I went to Manzano High School. Uh, pretty uneventful. I didn't get kicked out or anything like that. Um, I enrolled at the University of New Mexico right out of high school, but I never showed up. Ah. Um, I got an opportunity to work at uh, Mark's Guitar Center, oh. uh, you know. <laughs> Down there, and I just I, I showed up to the job instead of instead of school, and you know that's just uh, the kind of guy I am. You know, uh, when there's when there's when there's when there's work to be done, I, I, uh, and learning to be done, I'm gonna choose gonna choose the work. You know, but I got fired. You know, from that job within about three days for playing "Stairway to Heaven" on the drums. Oh gosh, <sighs> that's. Yeah, it's so irresistible. I can I never now, afford a drum just set. Just be clear, like not the drum part of "Stairway to Heaven," but you were like playing like the guitar mm -hmm. riff right. on the drums. You would like tune yeah, all the yeah, basically. Wow. Yeah, sounds I a lot better on drums. Yeah, I, I can, I can, uh, I can believe that. I can believe that. I mean, I, I, I get, I get choosing work over school. That's what I did when I was growing up. School wasn't yeah. my cup of tea, mm -mm. and so I thought, you know, like I know that I can, I can do stuff with my hands. I can like cut grass. I can do this. I can do that. I can make money because, like, I'm not going to complete school anytime soon. Yeah, it's just a bunch of thinking and talking and yeah. living in your head. You know, when you when you need to be living in your hands. Right. You know, and then in your pants. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by in your pants? Well, I mean, as, as, as anybody knows, the main reason that you get a new job is new opportunities to get your dick wet. If, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what kind of podcast. Whoa. Yeah, that's uh, it. This is, but it's like. Working, working takes up a lot of your free time. It's a lot of your social life. Mm -hmm. So when you've gone through everybody in that social circle. When you burn those bridges, you want to move on. That's right, yeah. Because, you know, so you you're saying a bridge, that this was part of your it. part of uh, your motivation for going through all these places? Um, well, I don't know. I never really considered my person myself a person that's motivated. Um, but but if you want to get into a cause and effect sort of situation, then uh, sure, I do uh, find myself uh, getting fired from a job. Uh, Usually after I'm bored with it, you know, you, mm -hmm. get, you get bored with a job uh, real fast. Once you've uh, met everybody and introduced yourself as a new sex partner, mm -hmm. yes, no, maybe. So it usually takes a couple of shifts to actually hit everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I do. I'm not going to lie. I did a little bit of homework on you. Okay. And I do know 
that even though, you know, you were fired from all these places and for reasons that I wasn't quite sure for most of them. But I think we both know about, obviously, why you were fired from Manny's mm-hmm. and why you were banned from Manny's and there's like a, a an order against you, you know. There's a restraining order that goes all the way to the Taco Bell. Okay. Um, and it does include, so so I can't go to that brewery place that's right next door, yeah. Cactus. Uh, um, yeah, just to be clear, like it's it, it, there's the cactus and there's Manny's and then there's Taco Bell. Yeah, so I can I can I can't go to the Walgreens because of a shoulder tapping incident from um, high school, but I I, I I can go to the Taco Bell. Um, I used to be able to go to the Family Video when it was there, but not Family Video. I forget what it was called. Video store. I think it was just called Blockbuster. <laughs> no, before that. Oh, yeah. I go way back. Uh, so, so uh, talk a little bit about that. Why, why you have that restraining order? Um, well, see, the thing with Manny's is, um, it was a, a front for cannibalism. Uh, That's why it's called Manny's. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did the research into it. Yeah, um, man, East. The original Manny's were these little uh, sliders. That had you know grilled people instead of uh, now now I uh, now now the fact is that Manny's the restaurant doesn't serve human meat. Just let me, let me put disclaimer. Okay, what like you you tell me two different things? But they're family recipes. You see, uh, Manny's is all based in family recipes that go back centuries uh, to um, a group of to the to a group of cannibals that are far less publicized than the Donners, but actually tried to cross the country about 100 years before the Donner family, wow. ran into the same situation, took up with some Anasazi Indians who taught them the ways of cannibalism. Mm-hmm. Anyway, those those recipes have been handed down through the family, and when cannibalism fell out of fashion uh, in the 19th century, um, those recipes were modified to use everyday household ingredients. But still, there's just something disturbing to me about the essence of cannibalism kind of speaking even through those recipes today. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're saying that... Um, even the like, derivativeness of the cannibalism. For the people in the know, Manny's is, is a monument to cannibalism. Um, in yeah? a way. In a way. Yeah, it, by, by, its very, uh, by its very sort of spirit. You mm. know, the energy there. Is uh, in in my opinion, I, I can just feel it when I'm there. I can I can feel the sort of negative energy, mm-hmm. you know, coming through the menu, coming wafting out of the kitchen. You know, I can just I I, I can smell history. What what did you, you do know? at Manny's? Um, I was a dishwasher and I was training to be a prep cook. Um, when I got fired. Okay, and when they fired you, they gave you a restraining order because of what? The social circle. Well, I heard I, something of a scene. I'm a. Uh, if anything, I'm I, I'm 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 a culinary curate purist curist <laughs> culinary curator uh, purist a curator of purisms. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just I I started a campaign to get back to the old ways. I w- I was kind of lost, and to me, the integrity of the recipes was, you know, I was a teenager. 
And when you're a teenager, you're optimistic and, and you and you, and you, and, you, and you have and you, you have Definitely. integrity. You still you know? believe in things. You still believe in in the right. best. It's a world of possibility and I I was overwhelmed by my sense of artisanship of craft and I, I just I felt that I felt that these these dishes like the, the the steak fingers they serve, you know, they're not made out of fingers. You know, they're made out of and you were upset by steak, that. and I was upset, and so I, uh, I, I caused a big scene, oh. and I. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm, I'm, yeah, go Sylvester, on. you. When you were talking about like you know you you keep going from job to job trying to like put yourself out as a sex partner, mm-hmm. you weren't actually looking for sex. You, are you, t- are you a cannibal? I'm not a cannibal, um, but at that time, I, I wasn't seeing. I, I, I had invested so much into the the integrity of of the dishes at at, at Manny's um, that you wanted to bring back the cannibalism. That I was willing to overlook pure. the taboo of it all because that was okay. another thing. You know, you you're all about breaking down taboos at that age, and mm-hmm. you know, look, I, I went through some things. I mean. It's like, are you a, a, do you mean active cannibal or do you mean, or, or are you one of these people that thinks that anyone who's tried something once is permanently stained with that? I, 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 look, I'll be honest with you. I think that there are, for certain things, yeah. Okay. For certain things, yeah. Would you include cannibalism in that? Venn diagram of certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, I would. Okay, then yes. If, if, if you're inviting people like over to your house, like I'm going to paint a picture. Okay. Tell me if I'm way off the mark or not. Uh, I will. Okay? You go to, I don't know, let's say Casino Azul, and you get a job there, mm-hmm. and you're talking to like some cute young barista, and you say, hi, Jenny, like, would you want to come over and hang out, be a sex partner? And she says yes, and then she comes over, and you bite her a bit too hard? Like, mm-hmm. or you try to like... I don't, I, I don't know. I've never been a cannibal, but I, I just feel like that's what I'm getting. He, I don't really think he's a cannibal. I think he's cannibal adjacent. Um, uh, you know, uh, that's almost too politically correct uh, uh, for <laughs> for me. But but I wouldn't I wouldn't argue with that with that you know description description. Yeah, and I don't uh, if I could just if I could take issue with uh, with a couple of things. Um, I wouldn't just walk up to a barista and say, uh, hey, I'm Sylvester, uh, would you want to be a sex partner? I'd drop like a smooth line. Like if it was a barista or something, I'd be like, hey, girl, uh, I can't help but notice the way that you're gripping the uh, espresso thingy that you turn into the deal. The little with the Mm -hmm. you, you seem to have a lot of sexual frustration. Can I help you work that out? You know, so it's a smooth line. Yeah, that's much better Absolutely. than what you know, I suggested. You know, and it, and, it, and it takes her, you know, disposition into account. You know, I'm, I, I'm sensitive like that. And another thing, I wouldn't just uh, uh, bite her too hard. I would definitely never murder anybody. Just because you eat people doesn't mean you, you, have, to, you have to murder them. Kill people. You, dead people everywhere in this town. Besides, dead meat is probably gross. Well, after a while, yeah, it's pretty so, gross. So we're going to wrap this up, but before we go, we want to definitely do a plug of your book, Sylvester. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and it's called red. It's called red or green, green. dot, 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 or else. Or else. When should we uh, expect to see that on the shelves? Um, we're trying to get it on, uh, on, on Kindle digital release by Christmas is what we're looking for. Well, that sounds good. I can't wait to read it myself. Yeah, that, that, that or else is taking on a rather mm. ominous tone that I didn't expect at the beginning. <laughs> Definitely not. This is, <laughs> this is not what I expected at all. <laughs> uh, what about you, Tito? Anything to plug? Uh, if you're in Albuquerque, check out uh, The Hive uh, Improv at 10.15 on Fridays and uh, Spitchy Bit Comedy Open Mic on Sundays, 8 o'clock. Uh, any way to reach you online? Uh, you can find me at Damn Teats on Twitter, and you'll eventually see me make my first tweet. One day. One day. One day. And uh, you can find me at Angora on Twitter. You can find me at uh, Angora.com, and I highly encourage you to check out the New Mexico Inquisition at NMINQ. Dot com uh, for uh, awesome political satire based here in New Mexico. Want to thank you all for listening, and uh, and uh, th- thank you, uh, Sylvester, Sylvester Edwards yeah. for for joining thank us. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, uh, keep keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. I want to be all over the place in this town now that I can't get any more jobs. Well, I know I'm going to buy your book. So that's, uh, that's what, $10, $15 you're going to get from me for sure. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening to Albuquerque, and we'll see you next time. Next time. Yeah.